Yeah, LZ with the Fanboy Podcast. It's going down. Hold up, I'm about to nerd out. Turn up the mic so I can blurt out. Words coming so fast, it's a blur now. About to beat me up. Captain Kirk now, see, it was just three peas in a podcast. At an LZ, it's like a dart to the musk man. That's like musketeers for your ears. It's a fanboy's fresh out the theater, looking sweaty in a fanboy. We and everything like Stan Lee. Marvel at the pedigree. But call me Bruce Lee, cause I be kicking it with DC. This is you and me and the homies making noise, man. You ain't gotta agree, just turn up the podcast. Whole envoy talking what we enjoy. You be cracking up like, what the fanboy? What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy podcast. My name is Luke Zilke, and I'm joined here by my good friend, Chris Acker. Hey, I'm Chris, and I'm here with the third member of our crew. Tyler Davis. What's up, guys? And we got a special guest this week. I'll let Luke introduce him, though. Yeah, that's right. You might have uh, noticed our theme song was a bit different this week because it had some very good lyrics. Uh, we're joined here by the one and only LZ. What's up, y'all? Um, <laughs> uh, LZ, also known as Logan Zilke. He's my brother. Yep. Um, he's also the fourth person in our Pathfinder squad. Those were the good old days. Yeah, we need to do, yeah, that, again. do that again. <laughs> I got a job. Ugh, <laughs> jobs hard. are the worst. All right, I'll just quit. Okay, me too. No. But yeah, uh, glad you could join us, Logan. Been trying to get you on for a long time. You're just like, ah, I'm just so busy rapping. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a big fanboy of what the fanboy is, so I'm just happy to be here. Oh, thank you. I've listened to every episode. Oh, thank you. At least once oh thank you any of them twice no <laughs> not even, <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> not even our spider-man episode uh, i heard a lot about it <laughs> <laughs> this is your chance for the shout out that you you practiced beforehand yeah shout out to my girlfriend carly <laughs> <laughs> miss you tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh fun 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 well um, I guess let's get started. Uh, have you guys done anything fun or nerdy or exciting in the past week? I can't even think of any. Oh, I have been doing something. I've I've been playing Assassin's Creed a lot more. Um, I mentioned it last week. I said it was good, and I stand by that. It is very fun. Uh, Logan was watching me play. Actually, he's watching me get pretty mad because the combat is quite difficult for me. I have to stop watching if it gets too mad because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything else besides seeing Thor, but that's a different episode. So. Saw Thor. I got the new Call of Duty. Boo. It's actually pretty fun. Boo, you suck. It's pretty fun. I just bought a fidget spinner instead. Are you destroying some 12-year-old noobs? I don't know. I mute my mic and mute everyone in the lobby. You can assume, though. I, I hope. <laughs> I hope so. How is this one different? It's simple. They stop trying to get cute. <clears throat> There's no more pick ten. There's no more five attachments on your guns. There's no more perks. There's no more jetpacks. <clears throat> There's no more jetpacks and wall running. There's perks, but they're handled way differently, and I kind of like it. Um. It's just the map designs. It has. There's a few maps that really suck. Mainly just one, but everything else is pretty good. There's some new game modes. 
that I really like. There's a war, a game mode called War, and there's a mission. And it's like a mission within multiplayer. So it's like a campaign mission, but you're playing against people. Yeah. So like one, I did one last night <clears throat> with Lepke, and basically we were in the machine gun nests, and the other team was storming the beach. And we we had to defend the machine gun nests, and once they take those, they have to go to the next checkpoint. Next checkpoint. It was pretty awesome. Hmm. Sounds fun. <clears throat> I'm not really sure what's going on. Luke spilled his Mountain Dew. Pretty oh. sure. It looks like a dog peed on the carpet. <laughs> that works too, though. Chris, what have you been up to, man? Mostly, I've just been working. Uh, I played some board games lately. Don't remember the name of one of them. But it was uh, fishing boat themed. It's pretty fun. And uh, I played some Cranium this weekend. Mm. Also a fun board game. And I won. Take some brain power. Did you win by 100? I mean, I, I, I won pretty handily. Yes. Luke and, Luke and Logan were also both playing. Did you twirl your newly grown out mustache while doing it? I don't know if... I had trimmed my mustache then or not. I did. I had trimmed my mustache then. So you were twirling it, right? Probably. Good. Proud of you. You one-handedly? I think you mean your team one-handedly. I'm back. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, to be fair, it was... I was only one half of the winning team. Who was your partner? Jessica Allen. Um, Yeah, she did great. Because we were the best two people at Cranium there. So. Shout out to Team Don't Care, my homies, Logan's girlfriend, and Diane, Harry Potter trivia loser. That was my team. <laughs> Alrighty. Logan, have you done anything nerdy lately? Um, well, geez. Or you can plug your awesome stuff. Or that too. I mean, I saw Thor... I won't be on the Thor podcast, so I'm going to give it my review of a two out of two. Yes, two out of two scale. I like it. <laughs> um, I've watched Stranger Things, obviously. Well, that's fitting. <laughs> I, mean, I, I also did that. <laughs> Were we supposed to watch that? <laughs> I have been playing 2K. I finally got my player up to 72 overall. That's what's up. Who's he play for? The Oklahoma City Thunder, baby. Oh, nice. Did you get drafted there or signed by? Oh, I guess you get the pick now. Yeah, huh? you get a pick. It's kind of lame. But the face scanning on NBA 2K is amazing, so I feel like I'm actually in the game. But my player's name is Archie Gatling, <laughs> and he is amazing. Why that But name? he has my face. Why that name? Uh, When I had NBA 2K12, that's what my player's name was. And back then, why? I don't know. Just what I came up with. It sounds really amazing. Work, works Are you me. a big fan of Archie comics and Gatling guns? Um, no. Oh, that's all I can think of. I'm anti-gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Welcome to What the Politics. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've been working on music a lot. If you want to listen to more of my music, I'm on Spotify and iTunes. You can just search for LZ. And my website is lzraps.bandcamp.com or facebook.com slash lzraps. Yeah. Ballin'. 
I can vouch he's uh, really good. So go check him out. <laughs> Not biased at all. Well, if that's everything that we've been up to lately, uh, before we get into it with Stranger Things, uh, take a take a moment to uh, listen to our our good friends Drew and Josh tell us about their podcast, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, where they talk about beer and coffee and sometimes other stuff. What's up, everyone? My name is Drew. This is Josh, and we are uh, the hosts of a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch. Get together once a week, try some uh, delicious Wisconsin-made beer. And coffee. And coffee. <laughs> and it's good. And then we just uh, kind of sit around it and talk. And uh, once a month, we talk about creepy things called Strange Brew. We talk about paranormal, ghosts. Uh, you and just pop- anything that we can think of. Yeah, the rest of the episodes, you know, it's, they're not as interesting. No, I'm just kidding. They're all, <laughs> they're all very interesting. They're all very good. Check us out on Lipson, Dudes with Brews, on a porch.lipson.com. Or shoot us the subscribe button on iTunes. Now back to your regular scheduled program. Thank you. All right, so that was dudes with brews on a porch. Uh, go over, give them a listen, uh, show them some love, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're happy to be partnering up with them a little bit with yeah. some of our promos. That's a uh, that's that's pretty cool. Sitting on a porch, drinking like beer and coffee. So that's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> their uh, their strange brew podcast sounds. Uh, Speaking of strange, sounds lit. Yeah. Speaking of strange, we have all watched Stranger Things. Oh yeah, two season two. The Stranger. Stranger Things two. Electric Boogaloo. Stranger Things two. Back in the habit. Stranger Things two. The Stranger Things strike back. Sorry, I was just trying. I'm out of this. The Stranger Things return. Stranger Things 2. <laughs> Stranger with a vengeance. <laughs> I was just going to say the dark world. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works. S- Stranger Things 2. Strange Thinger. Die Harder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things 2. Die Harder. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Saint- um, don't worry, we're gonna do nods. <laughs> R.I.P. After dark. Stranger Things 2. Live free or Stranger Things? <laughs> okay, don't worry, people. We're going to go into non spoilers. Stranger Things 2. The Winter Soldier. <laughs> okay, so, like, throughout this episode, we have to just throw out sequel names. Kind of like our awesome thing last week. Stranger like, Things awesome, 2, awesome. Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> it's going to happen. It, it will probably it happen. happen. Somebody's going to think of the perfect one <laughs> and it will happen. Anyway, Stranger Things 2, non-spoilers. All right. What do you guys think? Just overall thoughts of the second season. Good or bad? Good. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it too. Compared to the first season, I it's it's definitely not as good. No. It's like not actually even close I, for me. I, yeah. I mean I am of the opinion that Stranger Things season one is the best Netflix original content available. I don't think that there is a Netflix original that is 
as good as Stranger Things season one, other than Stranger Things season one. Um, that being said, Stranger Things season two is better than a lot of Netflix original content. Mm. Like I still think I still think it was great. I think it was better than a lot of stuff that's on uh, like regular TV right now. Like yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought it did some things better, but I think what Stranger Things season one had going for it was that it was new that we hadn't seen yeah. something like that in. They got to introduce the characters and we got to build those relationships with like the kids, which was the best part of season one. And then this one, they kind of just kind of go right into it, which I like that though. Yeah, it was, it was still nice, but like just getting to know them in season one was really awesome. Yeah. I just didn't realize how invested I was in them until I started season two. And I was like, man, I actually really love this show. Yeah. (laughs) Like I didn't realize it. Also cool to see season two, the cold open of season one like just hooked me right away mm. with what happens at Hawkins and then when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and Will gets taken I was like oh this this show is going to be so amazing whereas in this season um there's the first scene I guess should I no it's not in Hawkins but you watch it and you're like okay I can see this is this is cool that's that's cool it didn't like grab me right away like the first season did. Yeah. Which it didn't have to. Yeah. Because it's it's season two. Everyone was like season one was so popular. It didn't necessarily need that that cold open grab to get people to watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I honestly thought I clicked on the wrong show. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. I honestly thought I clicked on the wrong show. Like I actually paused it and made sure I was watching Stranger Things, and mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "Okay, All yeah, right, what is this?" I honestly don't remember the opening, so it wasn't memorable. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing uh, that I loved it's one of my favorite parts. I take that back. My favorite part, best part of the show. And it's not a spoiler, so don't worry, but it's just freaking Steve Harrington, man. Yeah. He And I I think part of what season two did better than season one is that it fleshed out more of the people who were side characters in season one. Yeah. And a part of that was Steve. Uh, Steve was an amazing part of this season. Yeah. Yeah. So are we going favorite characters around the horn right now? Sure. Steve Harrington. Mine's Dustin. Yeah, he's he's super great, and um, they both have good stories. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, I love Dustin. Dustin, Dustin I have was to awesome. Say, Steve Harrington is my favorite as well, but a lot of that is because of what he did in season one. Like. Can I talk about season one? Yeah. Season yeah. one, full spoilers. In season one, like he comes off as like the typical like jerk, like a whole kind of kind boyfriend. Of yeah. And then like he just kind of decides like who he wants to be like in the middle of the season, like and what he wants to go after. And like not only does he go after it, but he's like surprisingly like has the characteristics that makes him like a strong person already. 
like bravery and just the ability to go in and do what's right and like i just remember hating him and then all of a sudden he's walking into the room when they're trapping the demogorgon he's like spinning the bat (laughs) and he's like just i don't know it just totally flipped everything for me so yeah I but agree. that being said, if it weren't for that, I don't think it would be my favorite character. Yeah, they really did a good job building on that in season two. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you said he chose who he wanted to be, and you could kind of see it more reflected in season two. Yeah. And oh, trying to stay spoiler free. Yeah, it's stay spoiler hard. free. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with what you guys are saying. Uh, Dustin and Steve were the the definitely the highlights as far as characters go Mm. yeah and just like performance wise everybody like seriously just absolutely kills it yeah there was a scene in this season that almost made me cry i know which one you're talking about it almost made me cry i I couldn't believe it though i was like which one you're talking about i was like why am i getting emotional over this but i like it Uh, i feel it in my throat just thinking about it right now it was just a powerful scene like I, i just felt like i could feel it like it felt real like you see scenes like that that try to be dramatic and try to be emotional. Who do you? Who's your favorite like performance? Not necessarily character. Oh, My favorite performance is Will. Yeah, Noah Schnepp, by far. He's so good. I did not see that coming. He honestly. acted circles around those people, and they're all really good actors. Yeah. But he acts circles around them. He is insanely good. I think, yeah, Will was definitely a standout just as far as as performance. Um, I always feel like the cop. Yeah, Hopper, yeah. that's what I was saying. I, I, I thought, feel like he's pretty multi. Yeah, he's talented with his acting. He's good. In a yeah, bunch of different scenes. I felt like he played a very complex character really well. Mm-hmm. And I think that they did a good job of making his character complex, which again was like started in season one, but really fleshed out more in season I, two. I think a lot of what they do with their character arcs feels organic it doesn't feel like they're pushing it you know like there's drama but it's not always dealt with right away like they are able to put that in the back back seat for a little bit like they just let everything kind of unfold organically instead of forcing an arc into something Mm -hmm. i think the duffer brothers do a good job of that i kind of agree with that well there's yeah there's one outlier in there yeah like speaking of performances i felt like the actor who played Jonathan was one of the weaker performances. Yeah. I don't know if that's because the actor, because that that character was not written as well. He, I, I felt like in season one, they tried to make him a really deep character. And then in season two, it's just kind of like, yeah, he's, he's almost just like an archetypal character. He doesn't, have a lot of complexity to him and like i felt like the storyline he was a part of was just because of backlash from season one yeah yeah it's like that whole story point that they're a part of should we wait on that though yeah i'm not gonna say what it is we'll expand on it i felt like in season one jonathan is somebody who you really root for and you want to do like he's a character you care more about in season two it's you're indifferent about him yeah like in season one you're up until steve harrington kind of has his character shift you're like really kind of rooting for jonathan and nancy 
and then and then at the end of season one you're like oh gosh i like both of them yeah but then and, in season two it's steve and steve gives jonathan the camera and nancy stays with steve and you're like yeah it makes sense and then season two it's just kind of like jonathan is yeah <laughs> he's just kind of there yeah like i can't like when, when he talks to will in the i can't say that yet <laughs> he it has happens. a couple of scenes where he talks to his brother that i thought were good but a- any brotherly scene is good for me yeah but it's like his yeah. whole character like the entirety of his character was an older brother it's like they it seems like every other character they've got like these like complexity to who they are and his character the like everyone else will have like a paragraph describing them his is just older brother that's that likes nancy yeah older brother <laughs> that likes nancy and i felt like even in this season i can't really say this yet but i felt like he was more on the likes nancy side than the older brother side a lot of the episodes yeah i, I could see that for sure uh what'd you guys think about like the plot the the main plot with will and his interesting happenings overall i thought it was a good like continuation of where it left things off at i will say that i don't think it needed nine episodes yep there's one i would take out (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that later yep i read some interesting stuff about that one today oh not interesting as in storyline but just like people had interesting opinions on it we can talk about that later (laughs) <laughs> I haven't read anything because I don't know how to read. <laughs> I'm illiterate. Yeah, Logan's more prepared than the three of us combined. We just come us. on here and we start blabbing our opinions. <laughs> Slow day at work for the win, for the loss. What if all of your fellow employees listen to this, Logan, and they're like, we need to give Logan more stuff to do? Well, I'll have to talk to him, them. For that to happen, <laughs> <laughs> do, your, do your coworkers listen to us? No. Well, I don't know. They might. They'd have to have found you on yeah. another path yeah. than yeah. me. It could happen. That's when, what tags are for. When I told my coworkers, they were like, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> I have a few coworkers that listen. Hi, Eric. Hi, what Andrew. Up, what up, homies? My coworker. Hi, Mar- just Hi Marty. Found out. That it's like a, a nerdy podcast, which I don't know how she didn't know that before. I like <laughs> talked about it before, but like I also talk about my faith at work sometimes, and she just assumed my podcast was a faith-based podcast. Which means, nice. Which she did not want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> like, not no, yet. No, we talk about yeah. superheroes. <laughs> no, this movies. is a separate religion. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess that I guess that that's that 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 means that I'm presenting my faith at work. Well, so, so anyway, plot points. <laughs> plot points. <laughs> I have yeah. I have a I don't know if it's spoilery or not, but I do have like a comparison to the overarching story. But I'll get that into spoilers. So there's a tease for all you people. It's to a classic '80s movie that it really follows. I thought the plot was good. I think it also raises a lot of questions. 
going forward. Yeah, and which is good for any any sort of TV show to have a long run. The plot has to raise more questions than it answers, and they do that, and they do a good job of that. Yeah, and so. I'm I'm even more excited for season three than I was for season two. Cause oh yeah. Now I just kind of feel like the producers and writers will. I, I, I trust them to keep the story going in a good direction because I've said it multiple times. I was so nervous for season two. I remember when I started, I was like, Oh no, here we go. Yeah. I'm about to have my world wrecked. Was there ever a moment like in that first episode where you were just like, Oh no. Yeah. Because I wasn't a really a huge fan of the first episode. It was, it was pretty slow. It was very slow, but I, I wasn't worried. I don't remember the first episode. <laughs> I don't remember what happens in which see will goes to the doctor wait spoiler um <laughs> they go to school they look at some pumpkins <laughs> oh yeah oh they play dragon's lair mm. that's cool <laughs> yep. they meet max oh the new characters let's talk about the new characters yes let's do that max billy bob 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 <laughs> i loved bob so much any other Billy new characters? <laughs> oh, I guess um, all of the characters from the opening are new characters. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> now I now I remember the opening. <laughs> yeah. How about we finish the plot and then just go into spoilers, or do we give a score, or how does it work? We're gonna give a score beforehand okay. before we go into spoilers. Oh man, I haven't even thought about my score. You better start thinking. So bad at this. I have. We could do. I'm doing something different now. So. We can do new characters if you want, right? We don't have to say which ones we like, but I just liked the new characters. I liked all of them. Yeah, I, yeah, liked I enjoyed all of them yeah. too. I thought all the new characters were well done. Which new character do you think put on the best performance? Max. I felt like at times she overacted a little bit. Other than that, she was good. Yeah. I think at that times. Bob put on a better performance. I don't think he was that necessarily as likable of a character for most of it. See, that's weird because... I, I liked Bob. I liked Bob more than I liked Max. I thought Max was good at being like an outcast, the outcast new girl. See, I I liked Max's character more, but I thought that Bob did a better job of being the like dorky dad. Yeah, <laughs> dorky stepdadish figure. Yeah, he was so funny. He was great. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I th- I liked Max more. I think as an actor, though. Shout out to Bob's backstory. Yeah. What when mm. he carried Frodo up Mount Doom? <laughs> no, when he when he was a kid. When he played in, football for Notre Dame. <laughs> no, when he was a kid. When he went and found the lost captain captain's treasure. One-eyed Willie. One-eyed Willie. <laughs> was that was that his name? Because that's a euphemism for a penis. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't know if that was his name, Goonies, or not. No, he had a his clown story. Oh yeah, I thought that yeah, was cool. A reference to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's talking about moving to Maine. Thought that was cool. Yep. Lots of little Easter eggs Easter in there. Easter eggs in there, yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite, my new favorite character would be Biased. I would always say, I liked Billy. Mm-hmm. I liked his addition to the show. We kind of talked about that having like a real classic bully. Not just like exist. a bully, but a dude who's just, you know, pretty much he's a just, horrible person. Yeah, he's kind of, like, evil, yeah. maybe? He didn't like, get... Oh, that, I thought he nailed the real douchebag role pretty good. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get too into spoilers. Yeah. But 
it, it added it added an element that was missing from season one. Yeah, which and that, that was supposed to be Steve. Yeah, yeah that Steve that, that that Steve like kind of was filling in season one, but then he but then was didn't. redeemed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like that was missing in season one. I guess because in season one you have the guy who like tortures He's... L. Yeah, and like so you have that evil character, and then the Demi Gorgon plus Will being gone. I like guess if there was a well, we just mean like the classic school bully. There was guy. the kids that bullied Mike and Dustin and Lucas, and the one who steed him for half the season or three. Yeah, but, oh yeah, season. that is true. Yeah, that is true. But they weren't like, evil. That was even, more middle school, and yeah. I I can't rem- even remember their names. Like they weren't. Yeah, they're not important. memorable characters. Yeah, they're not yeah. important. I'm just a big. I don't know how to say his name. Docker Montgomery. Dockery Montgomery. I like him. I think he's got a bright future. Red Ranger. Yeah. Oh, that was the Red Ranger. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. said that. I think he has a bright future as an actor. He's good. He's young. He was good in the Power Rangers movie, and I did not like that movie. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's good. So I, I liked him and his performance, but all the new characters were great. So it's hard to pick one. I just like him as an actor, so yeah. I'll yep. choose him. <laughs> all right, let's score this thing. What would you give it, Tyler? Probably 8 out of 10, safely. I think that's a safe choice. Compared to the first season. Season one's better, but eight out of ten for me. Okay. I didn't know what you were asking. Like, what would you rate the first season? <laughs> oh, probably nine. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty pretty similar to Tyler on this one. I think, like I said, I think season one is the best Netflix original out there. I think season one is, is yeah either a nine or a ten. Season two, I really liked it. I thought it was great. You could say like a seven. Logan? I really enjoyed it. I think I would give it a seven as well. I think it's really hard to give like just a show of that quality below an eight. I think overall my enjoyment of it was a seven, but I give it an eight out of ten score. And season one, I would probably give a nine or a ten as well. Just because I pretty much don't have any t- television shows that I look back on and say, "Oh, I really enjoyed that." Like even I've, now, I've never wanted to buy the poster for a TV show. Yeah, and I want a Stranger Things poster. I bought the VHS Blu-ray box, and it comes with a poster, and it's the Demogorgon's mouth that's open. It says Stranger Things with the slobber on the inside of it. It's awesome. What? That's pretty cool. I give it a two out of two. I think I'm moving just to the two scale, guys. That is so, so lame. A thumbs up. A two out of two. Thumbs up can be sarcastic. Two out of two. <laughs> you sound pretty sarcastic when you say two out of two. Yeah, I <laughs> give. Yeah, I give it an eight out of, out of ten. ten. I think we can all agree that we recommend it. Heck yeah! We should all go watch it if you haven't seen it. Why are you listening to this episode? I have like three people at work now watching the show. I'm like, you just got to watch Stranger Things. That's all you got to do. Like, it's short. It's an easy watch. Just go watch it. Yeah. The new guy started last week. He came back this week. He's like, dude, I'm like six episodes in. I'm like, yeah, you're going to finish it tonight. I'm really excited. (laughs) I'm really excited to watch season two with my mom. And I think she's pretty excited to watch it. I'm about to rewatch season one and two with Dana. So you has she not seen him yet? She watched all but one episode of season two. And she watched the last two episodes of season one. <laughs> okay. So she won't. She doesn't yeah. like anything scary. So she wouldn't. I I can it. understand that. I mean, 
but it's not a scary All show. Our listeners know I don't I don't watch horror movies. I, season two isn't scary. I didn't think either season was. Season one I, was scary. I didn't think that either was scary. I don't mm-hmm. think like none of them bothered me, and I don't like any any scary movies. I like scary movies. I think there was it was a little bit suspenseful, but it was more of like if if you think that ET is scary, then yeah, you'll think that this is scary. But yeah, I guess like the it's not scary. It's just the suspense in season one is just kind of like overwhelming at times. I thought season two and it didn't get me as much. Kind of with this point, I want to move into spoilers because with the scariness between season one and season two is kind of what I was talking about earlier. So if you have not watched it, stop here. <laughs> Go watch season two and season one if you haven't watched that yet. If you haven't watched season one. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? This is the only thing that well, matters. <laughs> if you haven't watched season one and you've gotten this far in the podcast, so far, <laughs> that, I'm just... I'm surprised hey dana's had it spoiled jesus gonna go start the whole thing she had it spoiled the second she watched the last two episodes <laughs> of season one she's like oh so that's how it ends <laughs> yeah. i'll go back and watch it now <laughs> yeah it takes away all the suspense and won't be scary at all <laughs> yeah. oh i know what's gonna happen yeah anyway spoilers <laughs> we're in spoilers so be careful all right so this is what i was talking earlier about with the plot stranger things two, spoiler things <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stranger Things 2 The Silver Chair <laughs> Stranger Things 2 Attack of the Clones Kind of <laughs> Kind of yeah but okay anyway Stranger Things 2 So if the I would have named these <laughs> If I would name these actually It would have been Stranger Thing And Stranger Things because what this is is oh, Alien and is aliens. the first season, and the second season is Aliens. If you haven't seen Alien, there's one alien that is terrorizing all these people on a spaceship. In season two, they land on the moon, not our moon, but they land on this moon, and there's like a hundred, maybe two hundred aliens just ripping this military crew apart. And so, in season one, you have the Demogorgon, which is the alien. In season two, you have the Demodogs, which is all of the multiple aliens. And also with that, that military is more involved and good, actually, in the second one, whereas in the first one, they were bad. Wow, so they just completely ripped off Alien? Is that what you're saying? Well, (laughs) Stranger Things is just a bunch of member berries from horror movies of the 80s. Yeah, it's it's member a horror. Berries? horror Remember berries tropes. that you can eat from. Uh, I thought you said South member Park. berries. Yeah, from South Park it's called member berries. Mm. <laughs> Dimmy- Remember Star Wars? Mm. Mm. dogs because a demigorgon and, and a dog. You, know, <laughs> like you a, put them together. It's, it's like a compound a, word. Compound. Why is that important right now? <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I want to say this too. Sorry, I'm just taking the spotlight here. Anyway, I loved how the adults just listen to the kids. (laughs) Because you know what? They know what they're talking about. Yeah. They solved pretty much everything in the first season. They're like, yep, Veil of Shadows, opposite dimension, Will's there. And they're like, you're crazy. I didn't even really (laughs) think about that. Yeah. And then this season, they're like, what do you got? 
They're like, yeah, you guys clearly understand what's happening. And they're like, happening. oh, like, it's the King Flare. And they're like, let's get it. Yeah, he pulls out like a a Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons book. And everybody's like, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> Except for Hopper. Yeah. Hopper's like, it's a game. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just. This is game. the best metaphor. It's an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That scene was fun. Yeah. Anyway, it, what uh, stuck out? Spoilers. What stuck out like a sore thumb? Episode seven. Yeah, I guess we can just get that out of the way, dude. So I finished episode six, and I was like, I gotta watch one more. It was late, and I don't. You guys know I don't stay up late. Season six ends with all the demo dogs walking. Episode, episode six. six. Where I say season. <laughs> That's what Chris always does. Yeah. <laughs> And we always get them for it. <laughs> Gosh darn it. But no, like episode I'm six. I'm a big dummy. It ended and I was like, <laughs> one more. I have to watch one more. And then I watched episode seven. And I was like, I wish I wouldn't have watched one more, but yeah. I'm glad it's out of the way. It yeah. would be much better to stop episode six and watch seven, eight, nine than finish episode seven and watch eight and nine. Yeah, watch six, eight, nine. <laughs> you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. No, that's you what literally I'm saying. could. Yeah. You like could you skip could, episode seven and not even care. You could yeah. start the show after the cold opening and then skip episode seven. And honestly, you would not be missing anything in my opinion. Yeah, so there's one part at the end where it flashes back, but even that flashback seems forced to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that like, whole arc was just Eleven's story in general, honestly, was just really disappointing. Like, I think this season did have potential to be better than the first, but it, it would have been a long shot, but Eleven's story was bad. It was bogged down by her story. Yeah. I, it I agree. It really slowed it down. And, like, um, I I really liked the reveal of Eleven living with Hopper. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool that he's willing to hide this pretty much fugitive in this cabin. And... Then she just leaves and has her own little adventure, and I thought she actually gave the worst performance out of everybody. Her accent came through a lot, her British accent. Mm-hmm. It was also kind of weird. Like She just seemed so much older this season compared to last season, probably because she had hair, but she also just, I mean, 7th to 8th grade, a girl completely changes, obviously, but... Can you explain more? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see. No. I don't I don't know. <laughs> They just get taller. <laughs> also with that, um, with seasons three and four that are planned, they need to fill the, film them back to back because those kids are going to get old. Finn Wolfhard is already like six foot two or something. Yeah. He looked so much younger in Stranger Things season two than he, he looked, did in it, it. Yeah. Well, like in It, he looks a lot older to me. Really? I thought he looked way younger in It. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't think so. I th- felt like he looked way too old in this season i feel like he looked like a junior and all his friends looked like freshmen i didn't notice that for any of the guys he also took a huge backseat this season yeah i didn't unfortunately yeah i thought that was kind of lame too but i mean yeah his they whole gave story. his time to to dustin and lucas though his whole story yeah, was just him sitting, out, okay. sitting on his walkie-talkie like that's all he ever did yeah and i did enjoy his stuff with will oh me too i thought they did really good yeah together because I mean, they're best friends, and he wants to help him out. And I liked that he was there yeah. when it all went down. I yeah. thought that was kind of fitting. I liked everybody's more inclusive with everybody else. I felt like, like everybody seemed to like keep everything secret to themselves last year because they were afraid to tell everybody. 
So it's kind of cool that they didn't just go back to that this year. When Dustin was looking for someone to help him. So good. (laughs) And then Steve's just there. He's like, Steve, you know know what's happening. Come help me. Yes. That was one of my favorite moments. First of all, Steve Harrington is apologizing with flowers. I just like Steve's character. Yeah. So and he's like, he Nancy's not here. To do <laughs> yeah. that. Just rips yeah. the flowers out of his head. Do you still have your bat? Are these for Miss Wheeler? What bat? <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> and like, let's just be honest, that team up was just the best thing about the season. When I saw it in the yeah. trailer, it was like the moment that it's like my driving force for watching it. I was like, I gotta get to where they come together because yeah. <laughs> those two together are gonna be hilarious. And then what it so they they get together when when he sees him at the wheelers. He's like, "Do you still have the bat?" And then that continues to pay off through the rest of the season. Yeah, like he, till the very last scene. Yeah, and that was my favorite. I didn't really like the last scene except for that part. Yeah, my favorite line of the season came from Steve. Farrah Fawcett spray. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? I don't want to say it because electricity. It's not safe for work. Oh. But when he's like, hey, dickheads, why is this random girl the only one helping? <laughs> like, I loved it so much. I laughed hysterically. That was my favorite moment of the entire, like, my favorite line. I love Steve just babysitting the kids. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the I'm best a good babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all like, Steve, Steve. Okay. <laughs> the, the other thing is, how ridiculous did they all look going into the upside down with like swimming goggles on? Dude, Luke, that was awesome. Lucas though. had like scuba goggles on. Yes. <laughs> I felt oh. like that was like one of my favorite parts. It was awesome. That, when they're like going down there and like bandanas over the mouth. <laughs> that was like, I, I thought that was like, it was fun. Parts, the set so, yeah. for that scene was really cool too. I thought it was cool that they used it more. They definitely had to use it more than once because they probably spent a quarter of their budget making it. <laughs> <laughs> the budget was increased drastically for season two. And Let's be that. honest, though. All of that went to the music. Well, yeah. They had Rocky Like a Hurricane in there. That's not cheap. Yeah. Man. They had a lot of music in it. A lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, the um, I don't remember their names. It was but whoever, fantastic music. Whoever composed it, they had they composed 70 songs for the first season. And this one, sure, they could reuse them, but they only did like 20. And by the way, it's great. I bought it. <laughs> All right. What else was great? Or what did you not like? Maybe there's something else Can you didn't like. Can we finish talking about episode seven real quick? Oh, yeah. I forgot we were doing about that. Because there was a actually a moment that I really loved in that episode. But I was reading reviews for just every episode today. Just kind of remind myself of what happened. And season seven, this was IGN. Episode. episode seven. Yeah. <laughs> you guys give me a hard time. Um, the Zilke bros are killing it with the episodes and seasons today. Yeah. Episode seven was the highest reviewed out of all nine. What? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> if you take that episode out of context and you rate every single episode individually, I might agree with that. That was a really interesting, cool episode, especially with her powers and the dynamic dynamic they had as sisters. So I could see why they did that. No, However, I, could, I don't think so. I, I said I could see why. I didn't say I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with I'm with Luke on this one. But it derails the story. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it. I just didn't enjoy it. It's <laughs> the, you have all this build up. It's going crazy. Things are getting nuts. 
different show for one episode. All right, let's go back. Do you remember what happened? No? Okay, well, we're getting back See, into it anyways. And that's what I felt like when, when episode six ends, in my mind, I was like, dude, this show is firing on all cylinders right now. We are rolling. Seven hits, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. I don't know like, if I even want to keep watching. Honestly, take out episode seven. Don't even change anything else. Eleven runs away. Hopper doesn't know where she is. And then she has a dramatic return. We don't need to know what she did while she was gone. But next season, you can touch on it. Yeah. It'll pay dividends, yeah. Like, I don't even think they should introduce the other girl. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Not yet. Yeah. Like, what I would have done is when she... I would have I would have had her go find her real mom. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I thought there were some cool moments. But when she's in the upside down talking to her mom, I would have had... That's the moment she sees all of her friends and hopper her dad pretty much are in danger and she's like i gotta save my friends sorry mom bye i'll be back it would have been kind of cool if they kept like the visit to her mom a secret you didn't know what she did like it showed her looking at the file maybe but you didn't really know what she did and then next season they kind of delved into that a little more and maybe it had a little bit more of like a lasting impact because all she really found out from her mom is what happened and that there was another girl. So, do you think this is going to become a tracking down? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, and ten. In future seasons, I hope not. That's too many. Then yeah. it becomes an X Men show. I yeah. bet. I bet they're all dead except for her and Eleven. Mm. And I would then, have been fine if Eleven was the only one alive. Yeah, me too. However, I will say the powers for six so are really cool. Eight. Eight. Or eight, sorry. Why did I say six? Yeah, I like that eight. I like that eight isn't just the same thing. Yeah, yeah, the same powers as eleven. Yeah. I like that they're different. And she escaped a lot earlier than L did. Yeah, she used her powers to get out. She said, and she was older than L. Mm-hmm. But like in that episode, I didn't like the episode. But when all those cops run in, and she's just like, "Don't move, don't move," and she just blocks them out of all the officers' mind. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, and I like at the end where L just, like, like says, no, I'm not going. And she, like, runs off, you know, slow motion. I'm a sucker for anything in slow motion. But <laughs> <laughs> that why you love Wonder Woman so much? No, that's not the reason. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of that in Wonder Woman. <laughs> but, yeah, Wonder Woman, shout out. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I thought that would have been real. I thought that was really cool, but it wasn't, like, as cool as if I actually cared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just unfortunate that the episode had to kill the season. Like, just killed all the momentum. Yeah, it it was like an interception on the goal line. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like, you're really up. You're like, yes, here comes the, the end of the show. Like, the climax is here, and it's gone. And also, she found her mom... And it didn't really seem like that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of left. Yeah. She stole money from her aunt? Is that her aunt? Yeah. Her aunt was ratting her out. Yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do, though? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, I feel, I feel like Elle really... I know she was in a 
underground bunker her whole life and stuff, but I feel like she would have caught on by now some social cues by living with Hopper for the past 350 days or whatever. And watching TV every day. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you walk into the school and you see probably your best friend, Mike, just, just talking to somebody else that happens to be female and you just flip out and leave. I kind of understood that. I didn't. I was like, I didn't like that. I was like, I mean, they're in middle school. I get it. Yeah. No, I thought it was dumb. See, she's we, a girl, and they though. never resolved it either. That was the other thing. Even with Elle's character, though, I feel yeah. like she'd walk <laughs> in and go force push her and be like, "What are you doing with my boyfriend?" Well, that was also like, so she hasn't been there for a year. She hasn't seen Mike for a year. Like, I mean, she's kind of seen him in the Upside Down, but she hasn't, like, actually, like, spoken to him. They were, like, children last time they were together. Yeah, they both care about each other a ton, but, like, they don't know how much they, they, like, she doesn't know how much he cares about her. And he doesn't know how much she cares about him because they never established any of that. They've never talked about that. And so she has all these feelings for Mike that she hasn't been able to express because she's had to live in a cabin forever. The first time she sees him, he's smiling and laughing, talking to another girl. For all we know, that could have been his cousin. But he was kind of being a jerk to her. Not from Eleven's perspective. Not from the the portion that Eleven saw. That's not what yeah, was when she walked in, they were like laughing with each other. I still thought it was kind of dumb. And also, she's been living in a cabin with the only real human interaction being Hopper, who is not the best. Example is not the best example of human interaction. <laughs> so they also didn't resolve it. Yeah. And Max is definitely going to be a, a part of season three, so I feel like that's going to be a really dramatic yeah. issue in season three that I don't really look forward to. I mean, I'm sure they can write it well, but I don't look forward to that. Yeah, they resolved like almost everything in the season, though. What I well, so I really liked like yeah, they could end it and not have another season, and it would be a complete story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something I really enjoyed about like speaking of the drama and stuff, like when Steve and Nancy's drama was going on at the end, like I loved that they were like, yeah, there's issues, but there's bigger fish to fry. You know, we can get to this later. I yeah. kind of like that the the show has a maturity about itself. Yeah. That it's like, we're not going to be a teenage drama. We're going to tell our story and that stuff can work itself yeah. out in the meantime. I really liked that too. And I, I thought that was really cool. I thought they did a really good job of that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> puberty is a crazy thing. Sorry, guys. You hit <clears throat> puberty a lot in this podcast. I know. It's like every week. <laughs> well, even like with Lucas and, and Dustin, like they could have made the little love triangle there with Lucan and Dustin and Max way more of an issue than, mm-hmm. than they did. And I think that that would have really distracted from the rest of the show. So I'm really glad that they, they, they put it there. They made you aware of it, but then they kind of minimized it. Yeah. what do you guys think about the villain? Like being that giant spider thing slash will slash the demodogs. I don't quite fully understand the big shadow thing. Like, I know it's like... 
I don't think we're supposed to. Yeah, they kind of describe it as like a virus, and it inhabits its host, and then it. I mean, Will is kind of it. You know what I mean? Like he kind of becomes that. Yeah, Yeah. I kind of just viewed it as like the incarnation of the upside down. Like the upside down is is an entity, not just a place. What if that giant thing is one? I guess. <laughs> First one. That could be true. All the monsters yeah. could end up being the other. Something that they created. Yeah. yeah. But I want to know what. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. But what is the upside down other than just another dimension? Like we really don't know. Yeah, and the know. upside down wasn't really even in this season very much. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I think the only time they went there was when the dude changed the satellite battery or whatever inside the Upside Down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. And, like, there was some flashback, like, when Eleven first. Oh, yeah. Or, I guess, yeah, if Will was going in and out. Dude, those yeah. scenes were so cool looking. Yeah, those were cool. Which, one thing I didn't those understand, when too. he flashed to the Upside Down, was his, bo- his body was still physically in the regular world, right? He has true sight, man. Okay. He can see That's into the ethereal plane. Yeah. Just sometimes sometimes they made it seem like he wasn't physically in our world. But, but then he, it didn't feel like he was. But then it, other to Will it didn't feel like he was. Yeah, but then like the first few times it happened, I felt like it was kind of like cut in a way to make it seem like he was like disappearing from our world when it happened. But then in the later episodes, like when he was like having a seizure in the field, mm-hmm. it was obvious that he was still in our world, but yeah, seeing the upside Shout down. out to Noah Schnapp for that scene. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. He was going in from an acting perspective. Like yeah. that was so that was crazy. Also, something I really liked, I was kind of talking like this with Logan, and I don't remember really what you said, but... I thought the reveal of when Hopper was being rescued by what's her face, Winona Ryder and Bob, and then all of a sudden they turn around and the dude is there with the flamethrower, and he's like, "Get out the way!" And it turns out that Hawkins National Lab is actually trying to stop this thing, and they're good guys. I thought that was a really cool. It, yeah. Like I thought that was a cool twist. It flipped it on its head because last time they're just yeah. these terrible people that. Yeah, like, like stealing like the children. Doctor, Until the end, you don't really know that they're actually yeah, not bad. The but, doctor's actually a good person. Yeah. I I felt like this season didn't have, like, the villain, like, that you were afraid of. The human of, villain. Yeah. yeah. Or the human villain, and even, like, the demidogs weren't as intense as the demigorgon, or whatever it was called, so, was. And the dust monster, I mean... It, was it more, just wasn't. It, it was, was more threatening. Of a presence. Yeah, but it wasn't like. It wasn't a character. It was more of a presence. And like it the, was really only affecting one character, and so they were all just afraid of Will. I don't know. I think Bob felt kind of affected by. Yeah. By the demodogs. Like the, <laughs> yeah. The three, the three basic conflicts in literature uh, would be uh, man versus man, which is kind of what. Um, like season one had a little bit of that because you had a defined like a defined person that you were against in season one the doctor guy papa okay yeah. and then the the next conflict is man versus nature and season two was much more 
man uh, versus man, nature. A man versus nature conflict. So what's the third one? Uh, man versus self. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if in season three, like something's going on with Elle that makes her a threat. Like not doesn't necessarily make her evil, but makes her a threat. Let's talk about Elle and how powerful she is now. Yeah, she's because she's like really full blown superhero. Yeah, she's tearing some stuff up. Yeah, like although it also shows her a show, it tries to show her limitations. I feel like like every other time she used her powers, she would get a little bit of a bloody nose. At the end of the season, when she was using her powers. Like she flew, she flew. She was bleeding way more. She's bleeding out of her ears. Yeah, and then like collapsed afterwards. Well, in season one, her eyes were like bleeding. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's- I guess like I don't feel like her powers really have increased that much because she moved a train and she flipped a van in the first one. She closed the hole, but she opened it in the first one. Yeah, and she saves. Who was it that fell into the? the thing Mike oh, yeah, he fell Mike, into the Mike quarry fell. he saved him in mid-air yeah like I felt like dope. lots of like the defining moments that season one had season two didn't really have there was like no that. whoa moment yeah like when they're driving and Al flips the cars over their heads like what the what is I, going on <laughs> I think in season one a lot more of her power was uh, like reaction based like oh he's falling i have to stop and like it catches yeah. him out of like fear and and like and until then, the end yeah and in season two i think she i think it's not necessarily that she's stronger but that she has a stronger understanding of her powers and more control of her powers right and that's what episode seven kind of yeah did so yeah i guess episode seven did have a purpose yeah i think they could have done it differently and been better though yeah, yeah i agree so that kind of cover not everything. There's lots, but does anybody have any last points? And we'll kind of go into season three predictions. I was disappointed in Nancy and Jonathan. They're all and arc. their morals. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, come on, kids. Just their story. Yeah. Dude. Well, I felt like that was really going somewhere where they were like justice for Barb. Yeah, and they were it's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like they yeah. had all these people like in the park, like watching them, like threatening them. And then she got the tape, and I was like, oh, snap, that was so smart. And then it's just like. And it all works out. And yeah. we're going to mail this to everybody, and the people go to jail. And they take the advice of the weird guy Who's to figure out that minors. they have chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, except for every recommendation that he gave between her and Jonathan was the same thing that she had with Steve. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you guys have shared trauma. Oh, Yeah. Just you and him. But it's like, it's weird because, you know, I'd rather see Jonathan and Nancy hang out in stories and Steve be with the kids than be Steve and Nancy and Jonathan with the kids. It's. Yeah. Yeah. I think because Steve's interaction with the kids is is the best part of the show. Yeah. And Jonathan doesn't have good interactions with anyone. (laughs) You have good interactions with Will. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Before we get into that other stuff, the scene that almost made me cry was definitely the scene between Mike and Hopper after Eleven comes back. Really, really, really good scene. That scene was awesome. 
was, I was watching it with Dana, and she's like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, that was just powerful. <laughs> like you can just feel that. And honestly, like that, I was kind of like I was really turned off after the Lost Sister episode. And doesn't that come? That comes at the kind of towards the end of episode. And eight, it brings right? it back to. It, and it brings just, you back to it. Boom! Right back into it. I was like, "Let's freaking go, man!" Yeah, yeah. I, I just that scene just. I don't know why. I, I, I really can't put a, my finger on why it impacted me emotionally. Yeah. But, like, it did. It was weird. Yeah. Even seeing Elle walk back into the cabin in slow motion. Were you guys <laughs> cheering when she was, like, you heard all the demi dogs get messed up? And I was like, ooh, that's Elle. She coming back. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I was, like, cheering on my couch. Like, let's go. Did she? She only killed one, though, right? It she sounded like she killed several. She no. just threw one through the house. <laughs> Then, then we get sense. the fun scene with Steve putting it in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> You're explaining this to Miss Byers. Also, um, my last point, um, Elle looks ridiculous as that goth rocker chick look. <laughs> just, they, just don't. Yeah, that was too far out of left field for all of them. And also, why did that... Indian? Was she Indian? Yeah. Why did she have an accent? She was from London. She was from London, but she was taken to this lab in America when she was a child. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's because the actor can't do an American accent. Okay. And also, did people's did girls shave the side of their heads in the eighties? Man, girls did lots of weird things. Girls are weird. I just felt like those people were like the grunge scene from two thousand and four. There's all yeah, <laughs> like the Blink One Eighty Two concert yeah. goers. That dude's mohawk was like too much. Yeah, it's like he he was too much as a whole. Episode seven, too it was much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to talk about Billy though too. Oh yeah, Do we have time for that. Yeah. Okay, so like Billy's arc to me was really strange, but I really liked it. So like, he starts out as this super douche bully he ends up as a super douche bully but there's like a moment in the middle of the show where i was like man he's gonna he's gonna turn around and he's, he's gonna, gonna be the next steve i was gonna say he's gonna have the steve arc like when they're in the gym playing basketball and he runs steve over and he's like set your feet draw a charge <laughs> and i was like okay you know maybe he is a good dude and then he steps over him and then in the shower he's like <laughs> apprehensively being a douchebag to him what did you guys think of it did you enjoy it i for a mo- like I just thought yeah. that one moment he was gonna have rede- redemption and then yeah nope. I I did too and then he's I I enjoyed the fight between him and Steve and I thought it was really cool that they we kind of mentioned it earlier they had the just the just straight up evil bully yeah like it's kind of a thing from like seems like Stephen King's stuff like an it whatever that dude's name is he's like literally going to carve his entire name into the fat kid's belly yeah. it's like that is deranged. <laughs> But you just yeah. go with it. I didn't you know? get that bad of a vibe from him. Like, well, obviously not that evil. <laughs> well, yeah. And but like true. his arc is just so interesting. Yeah, like, and you I can think just, sorry. Like he just he he you can tell he's been hurt a lot by his dad. Yeah, he's like tortured. Yeah, that was a good scene. I didn't really like the fight, but I liked the fight between him and Steve. I didn't like when his sister like shoves the needle into his neck and like fake hits him in the nuts i thought she was gonna kill him i was like oh my god i thought she was going to beat the snot out of him well he would have died he's definitely dead if she hits him with that bat not if he hit him in the leg a couple times like well i thought she was gonna hit him in the face (laughs) i don't know what 
they could have done to make it better, I guess. I don't have another alternative, but like it would have been cool if they were in the middle of the fight and then something else comes up like while they're in the middle of it. And then it. he has to help. He doesn't have to help. I'd hope that he doesn't help or else it's just too similar yeah. to Steve. But like all of a sudden you have a character who isn't good because pretty much every other character that knows about the Upside Down is a good is a good guy. So you have a bad guy that knows about it. Does he know about it though? No, he doesn't. Yeah, He's saying what he it does. could have been. Yeah. I think they needed to give Max that like victory, victory over her struggle in that. Um I was also hoping that they were going to redeem him a little bit, especially in in the scene with his dad showing kind of like, oh, he's damaged. Yeah, he's damaged and then give him some kind of a redemptive arc, but that that didn't happen. Also, wouldn't have been surprised if he turned out to be secretly gay. Like during the shower scene, I half expected him to do something gay and then that be... I was that'd thinking be that a too. story. Uh, yeah, that'd Luke, be a story Luke told arc. me that too. Yeah, that's what I, I thought was going to go that direction. Also, just the most pointless scene was with Billy and Mike's mom. Okay, that was just weird. it was yeah, it was what out scene? of place. It was when he comes to the, he's looking for his sister, and he goes to Mike's house, and his Mike's mom answers oh. the door in her robe, and she just got out of the tub, and she's like, "Ooh, you're thinking, cute with that gross, dirty mullet and that feather earring. I just want to make out with you." Top and it's like seven buttons unbuttoned. <laughs> it's like there's no need for this. The show just went into a weird place. Okay, now it's over. It would have been funny go. like if they just cut it shorter. Because the dad was asleep, so she had to go all the way down to open the door, you know? Yeah. Also, Mike's dad cracks me up every time he <laughs> does something. He's so funny. What is the name of uh, J- the boyfriend, Sam, from The Lord of the Rings? What's his name in this show? Bob. Bob. Okay. I was thinking his name was Billy, too. <laughs> I was getting confused. Bob was so funny. Man, he's yeah, cracking me up. I didn't think that Bob's death was really needed. I guess I, I didn't. It care. was needed. Well, <laughs> it was needed because pretty much nobody had died in the show. Yeah, yeah but they, <laughs> they brought him in to kill him, pretty much, and like everybody's like, no, and it's like, okay, come on. He's. I mean, you can't really be sad about him. I mean, too sad after eight episodes. I I I I mean, I did see it coming, but I liked it. Just that whole like escape scene was really awesome yeah yeah, that was fun it kind of had like the classic alien feel yeah, yeah also that was fun great soundtrack song on the soundtrack it's one of the best songs on the soundtrack so it's called escape what's up all right let's so uh should we go into season three make one season three prediction steve and nancy get back together yeah i mean that's probably gonna happen I kind of already gave my prediction on the when I was talking about the different types of conflict. I think that the major conflict is going to be something with Eleven's powers. Like maybe her powers are growing too strong, and they're going to kill. Like, she, like they're going to kill her if they don't fix something. Like her powers are going to kill her if they don't figure something out. Yeah. I think the Upside Down and the real world are going to mix in Hawkins 
it's going to be like a weird bubble, maybe like an under the dome type of thing. I don't know. It's a Stephen King book. It's like kind of like how it was spreading underneath. I think it's yeah. going to start spreading on top and it's going to be just slowly moving out and they're just going to have to watch out for monsters. And I think the whole town is going to be like, okay, something's going on. I think Jonathan will die in season three. Yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> I, I think, and then I think that's going to be what pushes Steve and Nancy's story next season. I feel like Steve maybe isn't like a character that the developers necessarily saw being like a fan favorite. Like maybe a little bit, but maybe not as much as everybody thought. Because I feel like across the board, he's kind of a fan favorite. So they might have to change some ideas. Yeah, that. I can see that. Yeah, I think that'll that will push them back together if Jonathan dies. It'll kind of be like what Barb was for Jonathan and Nancy. Jonathan will die and it'll be Nancy and Steve dealing with it. Yeah. Also, fun fact for you, the guy who played the psychiatrist doctor guy at Hawkins was in the movie Aliens. You're welcome, world. <laughs> Stranger Things is just copying Aliens. It's like Aliens is a great movie. You should watch it. <laughs> and E.T. And yes. Indiana Jones with Hopper's hat. <laughs> Just kidding. Mouth breather. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I guess it's that time for my absolute favorite segment every week of the show. Uh, it's it's time for <laughs> Twitter with Tyler. It's lit. One All more right. time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we only had a few questions this week. Um, and this one we kind of addressed. It's for, it's from Eric Exum at E Exum. What up, Eric? Biggest fan. His question was, <laughs> what was your favorite character arc and least favorite? Because least favorite might make a better conversation. And he said, not even a contest for me. And he posted a gif of Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve, 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 Steve. See? My favorite for the season was Dustin's. I felt like he finally got the the fleshing out he deserved. He wasn't yeah. just a side comedy right. character. Yeah, I he think... wasn't just a comic relief. He actually had a story this season, yeah. and I and I really I think... enjoyed it. Him I... and Lucas. He I was Lucas the main was character of this season. Him yeah. and Lucas. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because everybody's like, oh, I love Dustin after the first season. Yeah. Well, just like Steve. Yeah. So Steve, for me, least favorite was 11. Sorry. My least favorite was probably 11 you can't even say mike he didn't really have a story yeah that that annoyed me but yeah 11s was pretty weak i think that yeah steve steve was my favorite steve was my favorite character i don't know if he was my favorite character arc because his character arc was his girlfriend broke up with him and now he's a babysitter um (laughs) there wasn't really an arc yeah honorable mention though is hopper his arc was really good this season. Yeah. Also, kind of forgot to mention this. Steve at the party. Oh, Helping yeah. Nancy. That was good. We that was that. really good. What about when... Pure fuel. All those demodogs are out there, and he just like decides to fight them all. <laughs> that was so crazy. That's why he's the best, man. <laughs> Steve for president. Next question. I thought... Or, no, my, never mind. My favorite story arc was, I think... Um, was it Muse? What? <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, See ya. No. It was Max and 
Lucas. Lucas, yeah. That was yeah. a good one. I liked good. that. And especially since when they first brought new characters in, I was like, oh, there's going to be new good characters in here too. That's kind of... Then I was like, oh, I like... I mean, I liked Max pretty much right away. And I just liked that story arc my least favorite honestly was probably jonathan running off with nancy that's what i was gonna say like and it also bothered me when he comes back and all this stuff has happened to will and his mom isn't even like where have you been (laughs) (laughs) it's like you can't take extra shifts when i'm working jonathan (laughs) (laughs) we talked about this there it was like is that se- that's season one, <laughs> season, episode one. Season one, Winona Ryder. That was my surprise laugh. She was good in this season, though. <laughs> I feel like yeah, she's she was good. good. At, she's she's yeah. really good. Much I feel better like than every one. other character has changed over the course of the two seasons. I don't feel like Jonathan has changed. I feel like well, he was kind of a perv in the first season. He's less pervy now because he got some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next question because we could go forever on the character arcs. But that was a good question, Eric. Thank you. Let's just go forever. Our next question came in the form of a DM. Someone slid into our DMs because their question was too long. Oh, yeah. Jake Noctigal at Noctrider. Question. Do you think the Upside Down and Supernatural Kids have any connection? My biggest complaint is we are through two seasons and there is little to no explanation of origins. Feels like the fact that the Upside Down and Eleven were both being tested on in one location is more coincidence than connection. I thought they did explain the origins in season one. They're testing LSD and drugs on those women who are volunteering. They got pregnant and through the electroshock and LSD and all the drugs and doing all the stuff to them, they got powers. Their kids got powers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My understanding, which is probably totally way off, (laughs) is that the upside down is that wound is Eleven's wound that is festering. That... Eleven kind of created the upside down. Yeah. To me, it seemed more like she just accidentally opened it, the door. Yeah, and I think both of those are like accurate, but it kind of annoyed me how in this season they don't even really talk about any of that stuff anymore. Like, I just don't understand what the upside down is. Yeah. I I don't really know how to answer that question. Like, it's there's definitely a connection, right? I mean, there has to be. Yeah, and like, I guess maybe that's why they didn't talk about the upside down much because Eleven really wasn't doing anything. Yeah, like I kind of probably that's probably true because they definitely are connected. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is. Eleven has these psychic powers, and she was basically kept as a prisoner for most of her life and has deep psychological trauma. And so I see the upside down as the manifestation of Eleven's psychological trauma through her psychic powers. So she's that powerful I that so. she created a whole dimension. That's kind of the vibe they give off in That's the first wild. season, especially when both her and the Demogorgon like disappear at the same time. Also, I feel like the first season, do, 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 I just keep do, going do, off on tangents kind of. The first season like the ends theme. in like some type of like all these mysteries, and I feel like they don't really talk about those in the first season. Yeah. Good plots this, raise more questions than, than they answer. Which <laughs> this one, I felt like... But they season go back two to him, right? <laughs> ended wrapped up. Season one ended not wrapped up at all. And season two is like, okay, we closed the door. We know where everyone is. Everyone's happy. Yeah. There's a giant spider monster over the school. Made of dust. That yeah. school scene was great. Kristen, 
Okay. We could talk about this after. I thought it was fine. <laughs> By far, the best part of that whole scene was Steve and Dustin. By far. In the car. Yeah. I thought it was weird how all Steve the kids like kissed like they're like in legitimate love with each other. <laughs> I mean, maybe that wasn't the case, but I felt like... It is real love. <laughs> Darn it, well, what like, was I going to say? Random girl who doesn't even have a name is dancing with Will. Like, yeah. I don't even care about this person. <laughs> she yeah. wanted to dance with the celebrity. With zombie boy. 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 The zombie and, boy. Yeah, Dustin Dustin was great in that scene. He was the best part of that scene by far. Um, Max and Lucas, whatever. Fine. That's. I liked unfair. Nancy in that scene. Yeah, dancing Nancy was Dustin, good. Yeah. I liked Nancy in that scene. Yeah, Nancy, Dustin, and Steve were the good parts of that scene. Anyway, back to Steve. creation of the upside down <laughs> and origins. I just I don't see Eleven creating it because with that there's all these like eggs and things when they're in there that seem I don't know, it the first season of Stranger Things takes place over like a week. Yeah. Mm. And there's these eggs and all these other monsters and creatures and things. I just don't feel like she could instantly create all of that because she's not God. <laughs> I just don't like. What if she is God? I don't think it necessarily had to twist. be instant. I think it, like that could have just been where, where she was pushing all of her psychological trauma over the years that she was held captive there. So you think it is a connection, not a coincidence, that it's there? Yes. I think I, she just opened the door. She's like. So you think it's coincidence? Yeah. That the door is there? Yeah. Well, I just yeah. I think I think Luke's interpretation, correct me if I'm wrong, but the upside down is everywhere. Like yeah. And it's just just the the place that they're that our world and the upside down are kind of mingling is where Eleven was because she was she broke the barrier between the two. Yeah. But she didn't make the world. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a coincidence that it's near where Eleven was because she was the one who could... She had a bad sneeze attack and she couldn't control her powers at the moment the door opened. She's like, ah, and the door opened. It's like, ah, it's a monster. I really just don't have an answer (laughs) for this question. It was a good question. I I really just don't... I don't understand the upside down. I'll wait until I do to answer this. Hopefully they explain it in season three a little more. Yeah, because it kind of got pushed on the back burner for season two. Season two was a lot of setup for season three, I felt like. So they've confirmed a season three and four? Yeah. They said they're doing four seasons. Right. And then it's done? Yeah. Four okay. seasons. Good. Shit. I hate for this to be dragged on. Yeah, I think part of why season one was so good is because they made it short. How many episodes is season eight. one? Season one was eight. Season two is nine. Season two should have been eight. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Somebody's going to listen and be like, Episode 7 was my favorite. It's a defining moment of my Episode life. 7 explains everything. And I'm going to be like, okay, it's a yeah. subjective, but <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong because you're not on our podcast. This podcast is purely fact. No, but yes, but no. Listen, everybody can have your own opinions, but if it's not like mine, you're wrong. So I think... <laughs> I think another option that could have made <laughs> very that could have made episode seven 
better and less jarring is if they just in the other episodes have a minute or two in each of the other episodes where they follow that group so that they have a story that's building and then we have an episode that focuses on them instead of just cold opening and then we don't hear anything from them for the next six episodes and then bam and then a whole episode where we don't hear from all of the characters that we love and care about that's it that's it okay do you guys have any questions to ask everybody else oh sorry moderating whoa overstepping <laughs> nah, i don't care <laughs> just kidding <laughs> this is a time of conversation so you sound like the guy from parks and rec let's flip it that's what i was going for really no. i want i want people who are listening to tweet us their season three predictions it doesn't have to be a whole plot prediction just a prediction for yeah. something that will happen in season three yeah what's something you think will happen also uh let us know what you thought about Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, we're talking about that next week. Indeed. Pretty pumped to talk I about that. I have not yet seen it. It sucks. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> give your, give it your, sucks, two out of two. <laughs> you get a 15-second review starting now. Me? Of the yeah. podcast? Of Thor. <laughs> Thor. Of Thor. Uh, and it go. was like every other Marvel movie. And I mean, the jokes were the same, and the plot was the same, and the superheroes were the same, and it was still enjoyable. So I give it a two out Game. of two. All right, <laughs> good job. There you have it. Crushed it. Now fifteen second review. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no. So uh, yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. I'll let Chris do that. Chris's <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. It really <laughs> it does actually help us out. We've got enough ratings now that we actually have an average rating what is it it's five out of five do, 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 do. oh yeah, boy. it's lit uh but also also review <laughs> us on there type up a little review um follow us on soundcloud that's uh soundcloud slash what the fanboy soundcloud.com slash what the fanboy you can also find us on google play now so if you've got an Android phone and you're using their their podcast app instead of a good podcast app, then uh, you can find us on there. Somebody celebrated that we had it on Google Play. Yeah, Crispy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Also, shout, shout out, out to Chris B. Crispy. 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 Also, Shut up. also Kyle was very excited um, that we're on Google Play. All right. They just need to get better podcast apps, though. I have an iPhone, so I don't care. Um, did you say our Twitter? It's at what the fanboy. At what the fanboy. Um, also Instagram what the fanboy. Uh, my Twitter's the boy Wanda T H E underscore B O I underscore W U N D A. My Twitter's at Tyler underscore nineteen underscore Davis. And uh, LZ, where can we uh, find you on the internet? I am on Twitter. I am at the last Zamurai. That is Samurai with a Z, because I'm LZ. I'm not going to spell it. But, yeah, <laughs> if you want to hit me up on Twitter, and if you make music or are interested in making music, I'm always down to work with other people about that. And where can we find your music online? I have music on SoundCloud, slash LZ Raps, Bandcamp, LZ Raps, uh, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. I'm all over. 
but I'm not famous. All right. I'm normal. You can talk to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm approachable. <laughs> I'm approachable. Maybe not. Or as Luke would know. say, I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks uh, for coming on, Logan. Yeah. Good fun. We need Thanks you. for having me. We'll, Thanks for we'll having have you on again. Maybe you can problem. add me as a segment. Where you just ask me one random thing for thirty seconds, if I happen to be fifteen, here. that is absolutely <laughs> going to happen almost every week now. Yeah. If, no, you're if you're here, if you're here, yeah, probably not. Shout out to Carly. <laughs> Dude is plugging his girlfriend a lot. Okay, well, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week when we talk about Thor. Verily, we shall talk about Thor next week. Doth you say it? We shall proceed to Asgard! Hold up, I'm about to nerd out. Turn up the mic so I can blurt out. Words coming so fast, it's a blur now. About to beat me up. Captain Kirk now, see, it was just three P's in a podcast. At an LZ, it's like a dart to the musk man. That's like musketeers for your ears. It's a fanboy. Fresh out the theater, looking sweaty, get a fanboy. We and everything like Stan Lee. Marvel at the pedigree. But call me Bruce Lee, cause I be kicking it with DC. This is you and me and the homies making noise, man. You ain't gotta agree, just turn up the podcast. Whole in, boy, talking what we enjoy. You be cracking up like, what the fan, boy? Ow! <laughs> ah! In my back. That hurt. Back in there, black, wrote it was, NT1. It was pretty quiet on mine, but... It was very loud in mine. Is that why you scream? Slid his farts in here.